0: Hello, welcome to Tea for Lunch, a weekly show powered by Arcade Studios. Each week, we'll serve you the top stories we're following in social media, entertainment, celebrity, and tech in 15 minutes or less, Eh, sometimes a little more. But (laughs) you can catch the show live on IG or TikTok Thursdays at about 12 p.m. Mountain Time or on all podcast providers and YouTube on Fridays. We're your hosts this week, Benjamin. And Manny. Hi, everyone. Hey, How's your the, week, ben? It, it, It's been good. Yeah? Um, yeah. I I don't have any crazy complaints. I feel a little bit tired. You're tired today. Um, yeah, but excited because there's a lot to talk about today. Um, if you're watching us live, just so you know, we're on Instagram Live and TikTok. Right. Um, and if you can see, Manny, you might notice that he looks different. There's a different energy vibe around him because he just came back from... The desert. I yes. I am I made it alive in
1: one piece from Coachella. I have a lot of tea to spill. Um, but if whatever era or whatever aura he was talking about, it's mostly just tired. But I'm glad to be home. I'm glad yeah. to be here.
0: Yeah. Well we we're glad that you went to Coachella because we needed somebody on the ground.
1: Yeah, it was for it was for work for sure.
0: You know, I had to
1: <laughs> I had to come out there reporting live from Coachella grounds, and the tea is hot this week, y'all. We got some good stuff to talk about. Um, so yeah, I'm, I just came back from Coachella. Ben, is there anything you're looking forward to
0: coming up? Um, I'm going to be in LA um, this weekend slash beginning of next week to watch uh, Grizzlies Lakers game. You know what? I just realized
1: you're going to be in LA. You can catch week weekend two of Coachella.
0: Well, I. I'll be there. Like I'll be getting there Saturday night, and yeah. I don't have t- fair, tickets fair, fair. or plus, the budget. Plus, you got playoff
1: tickets, so playoff tickets are good enough.
0: Yeah, you get to see LeBron. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I mean, Jaw, Jaw's injured. Oh, Jaw, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm excited. I know that we already know because the Lakers lost last night that there's going to be a game five. Game five. So, yeah, it'll be a longer series than already it could be.
1: So much going on. Anyway, we'll <laughs> circle back on Coachella, but we'll dive into our first story of the day.
0: Yeah. Um, so, first story um, if you are the type of person that is very long winded and likes to write a lot, this is for you. Um, you may want to hop on over to Twitter because the app has released their latest update 10,000 <laughs> character tweets. There was a 4K character like announcement. Um, back in February and I think people were already like okay well we got a lot more to put into our tweets now but now 10k um, it's a big jump the feature is only available to Twitter blue subscribers so that's that $8 a month or $84 a year subscription Um, and it allows uh, subscribers to write tweets up to 10,000 characters in length and use bold and italic text formatting so you can spice up your tweets a little more um, and to get the new feature, Twitter Blue subscribers need to apply to enable subscriptions on their account, and they can do so by tapping on the monetization uh, button in the settings. Um, what do we think? Is this confusing? Is, is it exciting? 10k is a lot. Like that is more than
1: the character account I had in college or university <laughs> when I had to, right? university for us would be like, oh, it's like a eight page paper. I think literally 10k is that.
0: So yeah, it is. Well, we were talking about this before we hit uh like go live, and it's like about three or four pages. <laughs> so that is pretty so much research like paper. that's essay energy. And do people I don't even know, write that much or like have capacity to like read that long? Well, it's funny because back when they did the the 4K character announcement in February, they were like, Do you have a lot to say? It's like, we know you do. It's like, do you though? Do you know? Like who's who is saying that they need 10k? Cuz at that point like you're like it can no longer be about a
1: thought piece. Like you got to put some like research and like I don't know like what can you write for 10k that would make people want to stay there unless well, it's so info.
0: Yeah, and you know? and my thought around this is that part of the power that comes from tweets is how concise and direct you have to be when you're preparing, whether it's one tweet or or even like a thread, because threads are split up too, right? Into like separate thoughts and separate right. um just statements and ideas. And so now that we're just gonna put well, not everybody, but people have the option to put this into It'll one just look big cleaner tweet. Um I, I'm just wondering if it's gonna be a lot more like blah, blah, blah. If that makes sense, because people just have the option to say more as opposed to being able to be or like being forced to be more concise and yeah. And to the point.
1: Yeah. I feel like a lot of platforms are experimenting right now. So this is one where they want to delve a little bit more into long form. So all the power to you, Twitter. We'll see how it works out. But
0: yeah, we'll see. We'll see what's up. Um,
1: Cool. Okay. And then for our main story for this week, as you all know, Coachella Weekend One just ended and we definitely, definitely need to talk about it. Crazy. So, yeah. I was there live. Um, and the main story coming out of this is Frank Ocean. I'm sure a lot of you have been seeing mm-hmm. the articles that have come out. But basically, my experience there, and as with everyone else's experience who was live on the grounds, was he showed up 50 minutes late. Um, to his day three headliner set. Um, There's stories coming on now that there was originally supposed to be an ice rink that was built. Um, Olympic skaters were set performers and at the very last minute it got scrapped, so that was the cause of the delay. And then when he did finally come on after making the crowd wait for about an hour, it was just a hot mess. Like the whole performance was chaotic and he even admitted, he was like, this is chaotic. Um, (laughs) It felt like it was a rehearsal like performance for him like he'd start a song and then midway through he would just look at his band and go uh, uh uh right there was like a 10 minute set where he brought out a dj and a security guard was twerking um and then oh, it was that didn't make it to my tiktok yeah no, i don't i think people just confused like people were just confused oh. and finally it ended abruptly with him going backstage after singing his last song at your best um right. which is an only original and he just said sorry everyone it's curfew i'm done Right. And lights out, and people were just shocked. People were already leaving early on. Like you could see midway through a set, people were just disappointed and angry. So they started walking out. Um, but that one definitely left a sour taste. And then the question that was on my mind as soon as Coachella ended was there is just no way that he would be back for no weekend two too. because yeah. it was so it was so messy. And right. news came out yesterday that it's official. He's no longer performing for weekend two. He's being replaced by
0: um Link 182. Um, due to a leg injury, so right fractures. We heard the words. We read the words fractures and sprain. Yeah, in so the doctor's note.
1: There is so much to unpack there, but um, I guess the first thing I want to talk about was uh, there was a lot of Frank Ocean fans that bought tickets to see. Or I'd bought Coachella tickets to see Frank Ocean specifically. There's even um clips on TikTok now that like as soon as the gates open at 10 a.m. people like stampede just to get like Frank row, right. and they waited 10 hours. Yeah. So and for me, Frank was the first artist where I truly was like, oh man, this is amazing well, music.
0: Frank, Frank was the motivation for a lot of people to go to Coachella in for the sure. first place. Like I remember when when um Coachella released, you know, headliners and performers and and you know who was going to be uh, participating a lot of us here at the office at least were like what like frank frank like a lot of the energy yeah. and attention was going towards frank so now that this is happening i mean i can't imagine what blink 182 is <laughs> i feel that and what him. the people you know people who may um have only been cuz you know people buy coachella tickets and don't make it to week one, and somehow are only ma- able to make it to week two. Right, and so if you miss Frank yeah. week one, or you just gonna start learning Blink 182 songs for, for week sure. Two? It's not like, even
1: the same genre. And like, I think part of it too is Frank is already like he's a scarce artist to catch. Like he yeah. rarely drops albums, and when he does, like it's a banger. But like he takes his time with them, and that's okay. Um, and he hasn't been on stage for six years, so like imagine right. that he's performing for the first time in six years. So there was a lot of people who were just ready for him to come out and right. perform. Yeah. And unfortunately, he didn't do that. So I think it left a sour taste in a lot of people's mouth. For me as a fan, I I think disrespected is a good word because um, mm. I was telling Ben before this too, like, it, you know, I his music's going to be good. And actually, the songs that he did sing and the set that he did put on for whatever, like it was like an hour or whatever, um, it was actually good. I think I could appreciate the music that he still put out on stage but it just wasn't set in the right context you right. know i could appreciate the music that he performed In a different context. Maybe if I was like listening to my car going for like a long drive, (laughs) I would have vibed to that. You know, it was awesome. But I think when you're headlining, especially a big festival like Coachella, there's got to be a mix of an element that's performative to engage the crowd and mix that with good music. And there was a lot of great performers over the weekend that I saw uh, and a lot of people saw that really brought it, which is why I think it was super disappointing because we were like ready for this life altering moment of Frank Ocean being able to perform. Totally. And it just didn't live up to it. So,
0: well, I, I want to know from you, Manny, maybe um, from a PR or like marketing perspective, like trying to protect this brand that is Frank Ocean, what What do you think they could have done differently? Representing um, Frank Ocean? Yeah. Like I, I, as a team, as a marketing PR and just like brand I feel like brand perspective.
1: I, I'll never know and we will never know either, but I just don't think Frank was ready to perform. Mm. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's like contractual obligations. Right. Because he was supposed to headline Coachella a few years back. I think that was when COVID happened. Um, So he had to go on stage at some point. But this is all speculation. I felt like when he got up there, he just wasn't ready um, for whatever reason. You know, if it's mental, he talked about his brother's passing, that um, he's still grieving. So that could be an element of it. But as his team, you know, like he just had to show up ready. And I feel like there's an element of it that he wasn't ready. And two, he seemed like he was purposely trying to be difficult when he did get up on stage. Mm. Like he was already up there, and for most fans, even for me, all he had to do was perform and sing. Right. Like he didn't have to be that theatrical about it. He right. just had to sing, and that would have been enough. And he didn't really do that.
0: Yeah. So rough. Yeah, yeah. it's rough. And well, the- I I appreciate the the firsthand take because I think a lot of people are just seeing stuff on TikTok or you know people are talking about what people are talking about, but you were there and. I think that's pretty cool. Um being there uh I don't know who who what was the energy of Coachella in general like if you were to oh, say great. like Coachella was giving blank like what what would the energy and vibes be? Coachella was giving
1: Oh this is so basic but it was just good vibes <laughs> you know the weather was perfect also the like Frank Ocean was is the story come out at Coachella but there was right. so many good artists that performed um Kali Ulysse was there um Burna Boy was there um Muramasa like even the smaller DJs that performed were awesome so um I have a lot of memories from those performances but overall like Coachella's World-class festival, in my opinion, like it was highly organized. It was yeah. the festival grounds was good. Only complaint is like the food always expensive, but that's every <laughs> yeah. festival.
0: Um, but Not it was negotiable. it was
1: really a great experience. Yeah.
0: Who surprised you like in a good way? Because I know you saw a lot of different people. Oh yeah,
1: Rosalia. Yeah, she was so Rosalia. good. So <laughs> I, I was I didn't listen to her music going into Coachella, and this is actually a perfect. Um, Perfect example of what I was talking about earlier. Like, Frank has good music. Whatever he puts out is going to be good. I'm also a fan of the genre that he makes. But, like, I hadn't heard a single song from Azalea before Coachella. But you could see that, like, during her performance, she was giving it her all. It was one hell of a set. For one hour straight, she... She was singing her heart out. Right. And I can get behind that. And a lot of fans got behind that too where there was a perform- performative element of it that you know she was giving her all and the crowd was reciprocating that. Right. Um, with Frank, it was a complete opposite. It was like he was just performing his music that he released six years ago right. doing whatever the hell he wanted on stage. But <laughs> that performance that she put on was epic.
0: Nice. And she brought out Rao Alejandro as well. Yes. They're like Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, they're an interesting mix. She's like a Barca girl. And he's like this Caribbean Latino kid, and they just dropped their like joint kind of uh, album. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you got to see that, and yeah. even like experience Rosalia for the first time at Coachella. Yeah, you say you don't listen to her.
1: And then I think my favorite for sure was Kate Tronada. That was a yeah. sick set that
0: Kei he put Trimine. on. Kei <laughs> he, he brought
1: him out too, actually. So yeah, yeah, it was a great sick.
0: weekend. I'm glad I'm, I'm I'm back in one piece. Good. I'm glad you survived. Um... Would you do it
1: again? Of course. Yes, I'd do it again. Maybe this time next year we'll be back on Tea for Lunch reporting live from the ground. So yeah, we'll we'll do it up. Awesome. Okay, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Now that we've wet your palate, go eat something more substantial. Get out of here.